my next guest is the host of the helipod podcast as well as a sports broadcaster I want to welcome back on recurring guest mr dan heli dan is everything going for you good zach how you doing brother i'm good i'm good so i looked it up the last time you came on they had just announced fight island oh is that right yeah so a little while ago that was like four years ago but um <laughs> <laughs> no yeah so we got sports back washington's rolling are you excited about the season yeah i mean you know listen I'm a long-suffering Washington football team fan. I'm excited as I can be with realistic expectations. And my realistic expectations are are not that high. This I will say about uh, the football team, man. They're they're playing at least defensively like we thought they would be playing uh, at the beginning of the year. I still have concerns on the back end. Um, I'm still not sold that Taylor Heineke is the long-term answer. I think he's a fun little story for this year, but you need to go get yourself a guy who is going to be a first round draft pick and has a strong arm and he's scrappy. He just doesn't have the arm strength. Right. And I don't, I don't, I don't always love the dude who's playing with his hair on fire. Sometimes I want a guy who can stand in the pocket and deliver, you know, a 20 yard out, with some zip on it and he's not that dude but he's a great story i i hope he i hope he lasts 10 years in the nfl just not as the starting quarterback for my team we had a great story last year it's time to get a quarterback uh no yeah because like this year i don't know about you obviously this team wasn't built to go far into the postseason especially early on when we saw the defense wasn't the same and then now after even chase young i've been kind of in draft mode since the beginning and every win it's farther farther away from getting that top prospect yeah so so the wins are great. The, the one that obviously the Tampa one is the shocking one. That was the one when you looked on the, when you, when you looked at the schedule at the beginning of the year, you're like, there's no chance. And then somehow he Tampa, he's got Tampa's number, which is nuts, even though they have tape on him, but there's, they're stringing some wins along and then they've got Oakland or Vegas Sunday and then five NFC East games. What, what do you, what are your predictions for that? Well, I think, I, I think the Raiders are going to be, they're going to be tougher than, than most people would expect. Um, I think Deshaun Jackson has really helped that offense um, with the loss of Henry Ruggs. They have, they have struggled a little bit because they haven't had a receiver who can take the top off a of defense. And with Deshaun out there, even, even if you have Deshaun out there for 20 plays, that's 20 plays that the defense is going to be on its heels because he's out there. Three catches, over 100 yards, a 51, 52-yard touchdown last week. Listen, he's a difference maker when he's healthy. Um, and I think it's going to be a difference maker. Again, they play the Cowboys twice and the Eagles twice after that, right, in, in basically a month. So that's it. That's the whole season right there. You got you to gotta split at the very least with those two guys. And if you could sweep one of them, then you might be able to, to lock up and solidify that wild card spot. What did you think of the game against uh, Seattle? I thought it was great. I thought in terms of what they needed, they did what they needed to do to win, right? Time of possession, 42 minutes. They ran the ball. But this is the hard thing to process as a, as a Washington fan. I think, oh, man, beat the Seahawks. Wow. The Seahawks have they the suck. second they worst stink. record in the NFC behind <laughs> only the Lions. Yeah. The Lions are the only team in the NFC with a worse record than the Seahawks. The Seahawks are absolutely awful. And Russell's just not Russell, right? He's not, he's not healthy. He's not what we would expect to see. 
I can't wait. To, that's an interesting offseason storyline there. I've heard a lot of different things like Pete Carroll could be done. Uh, Russell gone. could stay. Russell could leave. Pete could stay. The one thing that Maurice Jones-Drew brought up on my podcast that I think is really poignant is their owner, Paul Allen, is obviously deceased. So it's in a trust and there's not an owner. Paul Allen's sister is, I think, the chief decision maker and kind of the point person for the trust. But without an owner around, I think Pete Carroll is the one who's going to be making the decision. So Pete Carroll's not going to fire himself. He may fire his GM. He may trade Russell, but he ain't fired himself. So anyway, I know you're asking about Washington, but I think no. the other Washington state has a pretty good yeah. football storyline going into yeah. the offseason as well. Now, because with Washington, obviously they won four in a row. The, the game play, the, the game plan, at least on offense, I feel like they're playing not to lose. Like, obviously running the ball, but they run the ball 35 times the other night. Um, Scott Turner's his play calling seems really predictable to me. And some of these wins, obviously, they've gotten a couple good wins. Think about the Giants win; they got bailed out by a ref. Uh, the other win the other night, they got bailed out on that. I don't know we know what the hell the deal was on that onside kick towards the end of the game. And they're like, I don't know, something happened. He was too far, or something like that. Kind of got bailed out. But I, I feel like they're kind of just stringing these wins along, and they're not. I want to see them let the uh, throw the ball deep. And I just saw they just brought in Alex Armour, which means they're not throwing the ball anymore. They're just gonna be running sixty times a game against the Raiders. Do you think Scott Turner's the guy? Well, I don't think it's fair to judge anybody on we've forgotten, right? That because everybody's kind of caught up in this Heineke mania, you know, Heineke was not supposed to be the guy like Fitz was supposed to be the guy. So where you are right now with a backup quarterback and in my mind, honestly, I, I thought Allen could get a shot at some point this season. So you're looking at a second string, third string quarterback. So you're sitting at five and six in the seventh wild card spot. And you don't have a ton of talent at the wide receiver position uh, after McLaurin, you know, Adam Humphrey's nice little slot guy, but there's, there's not a ton going on there. And Logan Thomas has been hurt for how long? Five weeks, six weeks. He's back now, but to be where they are and to have, gone into the bye week with as crummy a record as they had and to rip off three wins in a row. I, I, I think, yeah, I think they've done a nice job. I'm not going to, you know, throw the towel in um, on Turner or, you know, Ron at this point by, by any stretch of the imagination it, is Turner, the most creative dynamic play caller in the national football league. No, he's far from it. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think they could be a kind of surprise team in the wild card or you think it's going to similar as last year? Because they already beat Tampa, but I, I don't see them beating the Cardinals. I don't see them beating the Rams. I don't see them beating Green Bay. No, they're not winning a game in the playoffs. I mean, they they could get they could get to the playoffs, but I mean, they're not going to win a game in the playoffs. You know, I think it's going to be it's going to come down to that that final game, and they're going to be playing the Giants, right? So, um, as I mentioned, they, they have what five their last five games all division opponents right after it's insane. the game. It's insane. Yeah. No, so it's the good news is I think as a Washington fan, we're going to be interested, right? It's not going to be over by week 13. So it's going to go down to the wire, which I think is awesome. And I think with this type of a team, I, the expectation level was probably a little higher than it should have been. They were like and, saying they were going to win 12 games. I'm like, what? Yeah. I don't even remember what the over under is or what. At least nine. Case. At least nine. I, I think it. Yeah, I, I, that seems to be the number that sticks in my head. Um, and as you know, I was there a ton, 
and I did not definitely put a bet on the over or the under because I thought nine was kind of right on the button. And that's where I expected them to be, right? Because it's not nine and seven anymore. It's nine and eight. And that's kind of what they're around a 500-ish team. That's what I thought they would be. And um, there's so many, I, I can't, I can't imagine what must be going through Chase Young's mind after the disappointing start that he had and then to have the season-ending injury. And now he's going to come back, and then that's the third year of his rookie deal, and that's the time a lot of guys sign extensions. And there's going to be a lot of pressure on him when he comes back next year. And then there's going to be – what? There's going to be a new quarterback. It's not going to be Heineke. So you're going to either have a young guy or there's going to be – I wouldn't be surprised to see them maybe – go out and try to find a veteran, whether it be a Jameis? Jimmy G type or somebody like that and, and, and bring them in. I just don't know how much of an upgrade that is over, and you know, say Fitz, if Fitz yeah. can get healthy and come back for another year, like you just need a long-term answer. Just yeah. give well, me a long-term answer. Well, they've needed a long-term answer since Theismann. So that's, that's the problem. Um, <laughs> um, and then looking at that too, you're out in LA, uh, Chargers and Rams. What the hell's going on with both these teams? They've both had their strides and then both of them were a little like, I can't get read on either. Yeah. It's, you know, the Rams, let's start with them. Um, it's baffling what's going on. I think a lot of it is tied to the run game and what's happened is they just go empty and they let Stafford just, slinging around the yard and he hasn't been doing a good job because really McVay's offense is at its peak when the run game is working and they can pass off of the run game and use play action. And they haven't been doing that. And Stafford's a little bit banged up. Um, certainly not like a Baker Mayfield, but listen, he he's had to do so much throughout his career, so much more than other quarterbacks have. Cause he's been working with less a lot of times that I think he takes more chances than other quarterbacks of his skill level uh, are used to. And we're seeing it and it's hit him in the face, man. Like I was there at that Titans game watching. I couldn't believe how crappy he played, uh, how great the Titans defense played that particular game. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to write the ship. I think with uh, Henderson, they're going to start running the ball a little more. McVay's just too smart and too good um, to allow this to continue. But Matt Stafford is not Aaron Rodgers, and that's something that I think got lost a little bit in the sauce when we were talking about Stafford for MVP and six games into the season, how great he looked. Um, he's he's good. He's not Aaron Rodgers. Well, well, one note on Stafford. I think they haven't won a game since his wife threw a soft pretzel at a Niners fan. Does she need <laughs> to now get – she needs to get hit by a soft pretzel now to, to reverse everything because well, it's – I don't know if you remember, but I think she didn't go to the next yeah. game because yeah, she Stafford... said she's, she said she's not going to road games anymore, but that didn't yeah. help. So I think she needs to get hit by a soft pretzel because that's the only, and then with the, with the chargers, they come out blazing on Sunday night, going toe to toe with big Ben, And then they get stomped by Denver. What, what, what could you get a read on them or, or, or you have no idea what's going on there either? Yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 another, it's another kind of baffling team. They're the worst run defense in football and Denver can run the rock, right? They have two really good running backs and they have to write the ship. They have to be able to stop the run. I, I like the talent on the chargers, but when you look at teams that are kind of built to succeed in the postseason, um, I, I don't know if they're that team. I don't know if they can stop the run and run the ball as effectively as they need to. I love Austin Eckler as a fantasy football guy, as you know, um, you know, he's, he's one of the best out there, but in terms of running between the tackles and 
you know, kind of that December, January football, that grind that you're going to need to have if you have to go to freaking Foxborough and win a game there. Um, I don't know if they're there yet. It, it is baffling to me because Herbert, he played so well early on, and then we've kind of seen this this regression with him. And I, you know, I'm not sure exactly what's responsible for it, but I will say this: the Broncos and the Vikings, who are the two teams that they've lost to most recently, are are above average football teams. Like they're two teams that are, I would say, better than the Washington football team. You know, and then their last two losses were to the Patriots and Ravens. Um, so they're not losing to, to bums, but their next game is in Cincinnati and then they have the giants and, and then they're hosting Kansas city. So, you know, that you could be looking, you could be looking at a chargers team that is uh, let's see, what would they be? It would be six and seven. It'd be seven and seven going into the final couple of weeks of the season with, you know, the uh, certainly no playoff position, uh, a certainty. No, then I just got one last one I want to ask you about. I know you got to get get out of here. Um, Monday Night Football, we got the Bills and we've got the red hot New England Patriots with Mac Jones. Do you think the Pats can keep this up? Yeah, I do. I pick the Bills in this one. Um, I just love what the Patriots are are doing everywhere. I just the the coaching staff with a rookie quarterback is playing to his strengths. They're not asking him to do too much. They're running the football defensively this has suddenly become one of the best defensive teams in football like who needs stefan gilmore right you got jc jackson out there you got freaking matthew judon uh on the other side of the ball people want to focus on the the free agent signings that haven't you know paid huge dividends uh like johnny smith but how about you take johnny smith and hunter henry and you combine those guys into one tight end yeah pretty darn good numbers right yeah um and and I, they spent more money than anybody in the history of the game on free agency, a very unpatriot like, but most of those guys have paid huge dividends. Kyle Van Noy coming back yeah. from Miami. They just let him walk. Because I don't even they think don't they're paying him. him. I think Miami's still paying him. I think they are paying him. Uh, I think it was in the last year of that deal. They're the last guaranteed year of that deal. So um, I, I think the bills will win this game. And I think one of the huge matchups is uh, Stefan Diggs. Uh, because he was he he was a Patriot killer last year. Um, he had 15 catches, 237 yards, and three touchdowns in two games. So I think that's going to be a big one. The one thing I would keep an eye on, and remember the Bills don't have uh, Tredavious White, so they're starting a Dane Jackson and Levi Wallace at corner. They're the Patriots are going to go after Dane Jackson. They're going to go after him a lot. So whether it's Jacoby Myers or Kendrick Bourne or whoever it is, they are going to pick on that kid, and he's done well but he hasn't gotten a ton of run, right? He hasn't been a starting corner. He is now. Yeah. And then one last, one last uh, real quick one. Do you think we're counting out Dan Campbell too much because the lions are seven and four against the spread? (laughs) Are they really? Yeah. They're the fourth best ATS record in the NFC. I think they're going to fight to the finish because all those guys are afraid that Dan Campbell is going to kick their ass if they don't play (laughs) hard until the, until the whistle, until the final buzzer. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I kind of feel bad. I feel bad for the Lions. I feel bad for Campbell, man. It's uh, I just want him to win. I, I picked him last week. I just want him to win, get yeah. off the schneid. You don't want to go – you don't want to be the first team ever to go 0-17. Oh, well, they, well they tied. 0-16-1. They tied. They tied. Yeah, 0-16-1. Yeah. So they'd be the first team to do that. 
Yeah. No, I don't know who they've got left, but I, I could see them somehow beating the Vikings. Kirk just kind of playing to his opponent's level and somehow beating the Vikings. I think they probably have one more against, but I, I feel like with talent, he's, I feel like he's a good coach. He's just trying to get all this out of guys that don't have it, but he got to win one. You got to win one. So there, th- that was not a, uh, a talent uh, laden roster. And as I'm looking at their schedule, uh, I mean, they do have the Vikings coming up this week, but the only other easy games, really, the Falcons. They have Vikings, Broncos, Cardinals, Falcons, Seahawks, Packers. So Seahawks are in there too. But that's in Seattle, and that's so they're in they're the hunt. Do. They're back in the hunt. They just they can't. They're not going to beat the Packers. Everybody else, they're they got a chance for. Them. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. Except yeah. the Cardinals. Yeah, no, it's it's what. Well, honestly, the problem is the best wide receiver on the squad is Antoine Randall, and he's coaching them. So it's not it's not good. So, hey, yeah, by the way, I didn't even I, I had forgotten DeAndre Swift's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So they got Jamal, Jamal Williams, Williams the guy with a lot of vowels and the last name is one name I can't pronounce. He's always stealing these touchdowns from him. Uh, but it's going to be it's going to be interesting. But it, yeah, but do appreciate you taking time. How can people follow you on uh, social media and keep up with you and your show? Yeah, just at Dan Helly, H-E-L-L-I-E on uh, on Twitter and, and Instagram and uh, the Helipod with MJD. Goes up every week, uh, Tuesdays or Wednesday, kind of midweek to uh, get you ready for the week that is uh, coming up. Had a lot of good conversation uh, with MJD uh, going into week 13 about fans and and reach and players, family and wives and fathers uh, being active on social media and fans kind of talking smack to players and how players should react. And um, MJD said, fans have the right to say whatever they want as long as they don't talk about your your kids yeah. he goes and really to be honest i've had people do that and i just kind of shake it off we're making millions of dollars as pro athletes that's just what we sign up for and certainly not everybody has that attitude but it was really interesting to hear a former nfl rushing champ one of the more popular players in the league when he played and maurice jones drew have that outlook so that was the most recent episode and he is all in on the 49ers calling them the scariest team in the nfl right now I think they're missing Debo for a week or two, but if, if they can start with Lance, you think they're just going to keep him off till next year? Yeah, I, I, I think they're they're headed in the right direction right now. So it'll be the Jimmy G show uh, the rest of the way. And I and Kyle's even said he's reluctant to put Lance in there for for packages. Yeah, um, because of the way things are going right now. So, yeah, well, it's interesting. And they've got they've got somebody in waiting, but do appreciate you taking the time as always. All right, Zach. Take care, brother.